Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino for the next three hours. Hope everybody had a uh, fun and safe New Year's as uh, week 17 is beyond us now. We have one more game tonight, and then we're on to week number 18. We will recap and get into the look-ahead numbers coming up throughout the entire three hours today. Michael Lombardi on the program in one hour. Uh, let's begin with uh, you know all the action yesterday, Paulie. Starting with the Bengals taking care of the Chiefs. And during the day yesterday, you saw all this uh, sharp money coming in on Cincinnati when they thought the number on the Chiefs got too high, and those betters were proven right. And by the way, that now cashed out Bengals AFC North tickets, and they were one of the highest tickets on the entire board before the season started. Uh, everybody thought the other three teams in that division were going to be really good again this year, and they doubted the, the Bengals. They were, what, at minimum 25-1 to 1 to win the North? So here you go, a dangerous playoff team, and the Chiefs could not get the job done. I'm sorry, but Tyreek Hill, you stink. At the end of the first half, hang on to the football. You have one job. You're the wide receiver. Hang on to the ball. You're up big, going to the half score again. You can't take uh, your foot off the gas against these teams. Well, that, yeah, that was a bad job. He drops it, but I was just, I was, uh, I didn't think Taylor had it in him. Did a great job. They win the division. This is a team that lost to the Bears and lost to the Jets. Uh, go fly over the win total. Uh, we talked to a lot of respected people who laughed at their roster before the season. But the thing with Kansas City, stop somebody. I mean, they're up, they're up 14 points three times. Right. That's why I didn't think the Bengals had it in them in this particular game as well. Mahomes had won 26 in a row, November, December, January. The 28-14 to 14 lead, you mentioned the hill drop, but might, you might want to double chase. And then, I mean, the first touchdown, he's surrounded. I guess it just shows how good he is. But he's surrounded by five or six Chiefs, and he houses it, right. and no one touches him. But you can't allow a guy to go for 250 on you. You score 31 points on the road, you can't win the game. Uh, pleasantly surprised this year by the Bengals. Great story. I'm, I'm shocked, though, that I thought Kansas City was going to blow them out. They, the, they, the Bengals couldn't stop them, and that mm-hmm. game, the third and 27 is a travesty. Single coverage on the outside, third, sure. it was like stealing. They pick up 30 yards. Candy from a baby. Right. But the the sequence at the end, though, and oh, my God, which I you have to kick the field goal. I know Mahomes is the best, but still, there's 40 seconds left. Okay, so. And then, well, right, that, right. If there's not penalties, they're going to blow that. I actually. You're spot on. They got bailed out by the Chiefs getting flagged like every single play. I don't have a major problem with him going for the touchdown the first time. 
But then it was the play in which, you know, the penalties were called, some time, you know, uh, ticked off the clock. It was the play where they threw it to Mixon, and he almost got in. I Before that play, I'm like, y- y- come on, enough's enough. You got to put the points on the board now. Even if you give him a little bit of time, that's okay. You got to take a three-point lead here. You have to. You can't, you can't take your chances by going to overtime against this team. Mm-hmm. Put the points on the board and give him 20 seconds to operate with or whatever it would have been. Yeah. The Chiefs got a bad whistle, too. They had a tough. Oh, whistle. I would agree. Some of those PI they, calls, and they were, they just, were just one of was, them was a phantom call. They were throwing flags extend, the entire game. Yeah, on it, them. it was a long third down, extended the drive, and led to a touchdown. Kansas City's going to get the ball back and get off the field, but I that actually was working out for Cincinnati that they had it inside the two yard line and they couldn't punch it in because at least the Chiefs have to burn timeouts and then they can't get in and then oh my God they're going for it. Sure. And then more, now, on the broadcast, though, Romo was pointing it out, and he was correct the entire time. Like, the perfect scenario here is get the first down. and Because they had this yeah. much room to work with, the way it felt, to get that first down. And they, they got close, like, every single time. And then they eventually got a first down because of all the penalties. But that was a wild ending. Um, imagine that if they, if they don't get the flags and it goes to overtime and they lose the heat that Taylor would have been getting yesterday oh, and today. I, oh, can you imagine? He'd be getting destroyed oh. because the division's still up in the air at that point then going into tonight's game. Yes. Um, but So I could not, and here you go with Burrow celebrating yesterday with a cigar. Yeah, that was his victory dance at LSU as well. Good for him. <laughs> uh, great season. Now people are pushing for him to win the MVP. I don't see it happening. I think it's a little bit too late. But he's going to be a popular pick next year for sure. The... I'm watching that full game yesterday and exactly what you said, Paul, about Chase. All I could think about was the Rose Bowl the day before. It's like, Whittingham, do you think you could maybe double some of the Ohio State wide receivers or maybe not give them 15 yards to operate with? Mm-hmm. They just they got cooked the entire game. They had no solution whatsoever for Ohio State. And it was a repeat performance yesterday by you know the Bengals and the pros because it, they went to Chase every single time and it was single coverage. Uh-huh. And the ramifications of that win since he gets a division – Browns eliminated, and then Tennessee sitting there for the one seed now. Yeah. They can just beat uh, Houston. And now they're 11-point favorites in that game. Yes, and they're getting Henry back at some point. Great job by Vrabel. I know they had a big uh, – uh, they, they, their win total was uh, up there. I think it was 9.5. But once you get Julio in the season they had last year, uh, still a great job by Vrabel to keep those guys together. As bad as they looked at certain moments of the season, especially right. on offense – but it's been a, a better offense and a different offense when you get that shot in the arm with Brown coming back, and they just they took out Miami. That was what a performance. They were laying three in that game, right? Routed Miami. Great job defensively. Foreman with a big game on the ground. But uh, the the Chiefs go down, and now Tennessee's going to get the one seed. That's that's wild. If that happens, and they are overwhelming favorites to actually make that happen, I know we've kicked around a lot of names to win Coach of the Year. I was very high on Andy Reid, thinking they could win out and they'd, they'd be the one seed. Well, he's not going to win it now. If Tennessee does this, is Vrabel going to be the guy? At least well, I'll go back to my expectations. A lot of people thought they'd be very good. I, I who, who, How many people picked Cincinnati to do this? I know Taylor had some questionable this starting, well, again, starting week one against the Vikings. Again, Up 14 I, running I, the ball from his own, what, own 30-yard line. I recall 25, 28. Hell, there may have been a 30-1 to on that team to win that division. Uh-huh. And again, because people thought all three other teams were going to be good this year. Yes. And then they've, you know, the the injuries and the, you know, the stuff to the Ravens happened, obviously. The Browns can't keep it together. And the Steelers, with all their problems overall anyway, didn't really pan out that way. But, uh, and Cincinnati, I think, clearly is dangerous in the AFC playoffs. I mean, you'd be silly not to think so because of their offense, right? Um, Also, and this cost Mm -hmm. me, 
I hit a uh, regular season win total bet on the Raiders under eight. Uh, no good. This team was six and seven. They had to go three and one to beat me. They're three and zero in that span with one game to go. And now here's the breakdown. We'll do more scenarios coming up in about ten minutes. But if the Steelers win tonight, <laughs> and even if Indianapolis loses to Jacksonville uh, over the weekend. The, the Steelers will have to wait to see what happens on Sunday night between the Raiders and Chargers because they would need a tie to get in or to, to miss, to miss. So both of those teams playing on Sunday night, if they tie, they're both in. Imagine if it comes down to that. My God. Don't you have like a handshake agreement before the game starts? <laughs> uh, let's take it easy here and both tie. <laughs> could do that. That's wild how that could happen. Yeah. Well, Colts aren't losing, so for that ship is sailed. I mean, it's uh, Jacksonville outfit. But watching Jacksonville and the Giants go at the same time. I mean, this is Lawrence could have had five interceptions. They're getting routed. The Giants throw for 20. How do you throw for 20 yards in a game with weather not an issue? Well, and I then, mean, it's just an abomination. And they're like, yeah, Judge is coming back. And we got this ship turned around. We're going in the right direction. Who, who's watching the Giants thinking that? But uh, this, I, I do like the Chargers Sunday night. But you're right. Where did this come from? I can't. I, we, well, like we talked about Friday, the turnovers will happen with Carr and the Raiders, and it did, and they still won the game. Yep. Renfro's a beast. Jones had a huge game. You know, not practicing, I guess, maybe hurt Wentz. No, he, did you hear what he said? What did he say? No, didn't No problem? Me. No I, problem. I, I don't, well, I think he's being a class act. It has to. Just sitting there on Zoom and all the, all the time, but, well, okay, no excuses, fine. But Taylor went for 100 yards, and the Raiders still get a big road win, setting up the, the, uh, the important matchup winner-take-all Sunday night. The Colts were absolutely terrible yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. They again, maybe you want some help on Renfro, but they couldn't really slow down the Raiders. And they're all, Carson Wentz. Oh, I know. Again, he's had some of his moments. Those passes against Arizona on Christmas Day were were very good, mm-hmm. some of the best of his career. But for the most part this year, in totality, over seventeen weeks, he he's no good. Uh, his his overall numbers look pretty decent. If this again, if this team, if Andrew Luck never would have retired, this team could win the whole thing, um, or if they had a better quarterback. Um, their their offense was garbage yesterday. Yep. And I, I know that a lot of people are going to, you know, I, I, I personally think, and I'm holding a big Jonathan Taylor MVP ticket, I think it's now in the trash can after everybody talks about how great their offensive line is. How many times have they opened up big holes or decent holes for this guy to get through in the last three weeks? I watch every single Colts game. I, I Just from the eyeball test, the, the big holes are not there on a consistent basis for this mm-hmm. guy to run through. By the way, this note on the Colts, they have not won in Jacksonville since 2014. <laughs> yeah. Well, Including last year's doozy that knocked a lot of people out of Survivor Contest week one me. when they went there. That's right. Well, that streak comes to an end. I mean, it's, Well, Jacksonville is just yes. so bad. Jacksonville yeah. get the one seed, and that was... Uh, eh, congratulations, Lawrence threw a touchdown pass when it was 50-3. to three. Well, that was so one of... Something to build on, right? That was one of the easiest calls I've made all year long <laughs> was that guy throwing multiple interceptions yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's going to win it now. He had the hat. What do you have? The hat trick. He, he has three of them. Yeah. Now he's up to seventeen. You know the problem with that is, I could not. I looked at every sports book in Las Vegas and beyond. You loved it. I could not find a Trevor Lawrence INT prop to save my life. It was beautiful. I couldn't believe it. Belichick against a rookie. Mac looked good. I, I would have okay. laid a dollar sixty to have him th- at least a dollar sixty to have him throw one. I would have gotten plus money on him to throw two. Couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a but, bad organization. And for the 14th, 14th time in 15 years, they have a top 10 pick. But that, <laughs> that kid has a ton of issues. I mean, he looks lost out there. There's promise with Zach Wilson. Jones looks great for the Patriots. And I know you can compare the teams. But 
Lawrence is. Then again, I watch Matt Stafford every week, and he plays like he's a rookie too. But the throws that Matt Stafford makes, guys, sounds like Walter from Big Lebowski. I'm a veteran. I mean, the guy's been in the league for how long? The throws that Stafford makes every Sunday. It's hilarious. I just, I can't, I mean, again, the whole narrative around him oh. going to the Rams before the season started, oh. we had to remind people ad nauseum, like, look, he's still this guy that can throw pass. They won the game yesterday. He was awful. Oh, I know. Again. <laughs> the pick uh, six. The first hour oh. of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Up next, NFL playoff scenarios up next. Tennessee in the driver's seat for the one like we talked about, but... Not only can they drop, so can the Chiefs. It's unlikely, but a third team could be the one in the AFC. We'll tell you who coming up. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds you know, the basketball nerds. Like, you know who's really good? Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to the, Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton? Is a, is, a, is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. The Sports Betting Network. Bet River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level. Now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combo. And they've added more and more same game parlay props for the college football title game just in time for the biggest games of the season. NFL playoffs are coming. Download the app or go to betrivers.com today to explore the new ways to create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Playable in Jersey as play Sugar House. Okay, so here is your scenario in the AFC. If Tennessee loses and they're big favorites, if the Chiefs also lose and they're now big favorites against Denver, 
that would open it up for the Cincinnati Bengals with a win next week to be the number one seed in the AFC. Can you believe that? Man. That's the third team that could actually be. But that what does that three-team parlay pay? Yeah, that's a monster. Right? That's, yeah, yeah. Forget that. And plus, the hay should be in the barn. I don't know why the league did this, but uh, Kansas City's the early game Saturday. What do you think of the doubleheader? Why would they put that in prime? T- why would they- That's the meaningless game, Dallas and Philly. Yep. Philly's going to sit people. I don't know what, how Dallas approaches it. That was ridiculous. Put Saints-Falcons there or something. I would agree with that. That was terrible. Uh, you could put Rams-49ers there. Uh, yes, you could. That, hell, that, yeah, could, that, that could be the Sunday night game. Yes. Although I think Raiders-Chargers is a pretty damn good game to have on Sunday night. You still could have put Saints-Falcons. Because even if the Saints win, uh, excuse me, if the Saints lose, it's still a big deal because the Rams need it for the division. That's correct. I, that, that's, yep. I can't believe they did that. Dallas-Philly. Come on. So again, Bengals were around 25-1, to 1, if not higher, to mm-hmm. win the AFC North. And here is their stud quarterback, Joe Burrow, talking about taking down the division crown. Yeah, you know, I said it in the preseason. You know, I was... We were talking about playoffs, and I said, you know, we're going to go with the playoffs, and the easiest way to do that is to win the division. And, you know, got a little, everyone kind of laughed at us a little bit, but, you know, we knew the kind of team we had, the kind of guys in the locker room that we had, and we knew we could go out and do it. Good for him. Confident kid, yes. And you got that beast for a wide receiver. <laughs> well, he's it's not just, the only one, though. I mean, only, well, yeah, yeah, but that's... Higgins is very good. Their defensive line is solid. That total was 50 and a half, by the way. I never had a bet on the over. I'm open, watching that game in the first half thinking, what was I doing? Open 47. With good weather. Come on. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. God. Yeah. I totally missed that one. Uh-huh. And here's one more now because, again, we'll ask you on the flip side here if uh, Chase maybe did enough to catch Matt Jones in the Rookie of the Year standings yesterday. Uh, Burrow just says, I got to throw deep to this guy. Yeah, I said it, I said it in the post game on the field. Everyone knows that mean. No. F it. Jamar's down there somewhere. I'm going to just throw it up to him. He's going to make a play. <laughs> He's right. Yeah, that's what they used to do with Randy Moss. Right? I mean, when in doubt. I mean, what a weapon to go for 260 yards in the whole season with the, the long touchdowns. I still can't get over the third and 27. Oh, that was... What are you doing, Spags? Mm-hmm. Horrible. Horrible. And... uh and he's the reason they won the game. So what do you think? This, Eleven for two sixty-six and three scores. Mac was great yesterday. Yes, he had a good game. And Mac Jones was minus four, minus five dollars going into the week. Did Chase do enough to catch him? No, I. That's, I agree with what you said last week. I'd still give it to Mac, but he can't be five dollars. Yeah. But now that the guy in the, one of the biggest games of the year and in week seventeen goes for two sixty-six, I think it's razor thin right point. now. Right. I mean, it depends who you talk to. Who knows with these guys? Mm-hmm. I still agree with Peter King. He says it's it's dental floss thin between Rogers, Cup, and Taylor. Oh, he does. Yes, that's what he wrote today. Interesting. Okay. Not well, that's... To, no, not to mention what does what does Brady have now? Doesn't Brady have five thousand yards and forty touchdowns? Yeah. After what he has to, you know, all the guys out in the Antonio Brown circus. Actually, have you seen the odds board yet? No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is now minus four dollars this morning. Wow. Uh, Brady is number two on the list at some spots, at like five to one, and I see Burrow now number two or number three. In some spots. I can't get there. No, it's no. an unbelievable no. story. And again, no. he's going to be a very popular bet next yep. year. But no, not no. enough this year. Matchups we could be looking at. Assuming Tennessee wins, takes care of business. They're the one seed. That means the Sunday night winner will go to Kansas City. We could get Colts and Bengals and round three. Patriots and Bills. Peter King thinks that would be the Monday night game. 
in the playoffs. Mm. That'd be great. And then this is this is phenomenal. I mean, the only thing decided with one week left in terms of Green Bay's the one. 13 of 14 seeds are open. Teams are in. We know a lot of teams that are in, but we don't know where their seed's going to be. Right, right. And how teams are going to handle this. But if you go down the list of games this week, how many games truly mm-hmm. have significant meaning in terms of uh, teams that are playing each other? Not a lot. I mean, that Green Bay-Detroit game is now meaningless. Detroit's favorite. They're the one seed. That is a 13-point flip in the point spread. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to run down all these games uh-huh. a little bit later on in the show. Um, Chicago and Minnesota, that's now meaningless. Don't you think? Don't you like the Bears a little bit in that game? Although I'm going to be very careful with how I approach Week 18. I usually am anyway. But like the preseason, some of the games. I just think that the Zimmer and we will play some Zimmer audio here a little bit later on in the show. Oh boy, how bad must Kellen Mond be? <laughs> um, but I can see the. This is a, a narrative here. Um, it's narrative speaking in this game. I can see Nagy wanting to go out on a high note, and the players wanting to finish that season. You called yes. it with the Vikings. Yep. You loved you loved Green Bay last night. Season was finished. Yep. Mike, uh, Mike, well, other thing, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. Uh, this is me talking. It's fitting how that's how the season ended with Cousins, Bubble Boy. It was the talk of all August, and Zimmer was losing his mind every day, and three guys on the Vikings said, I'd rather retire than get the shot. You're selfish. It's the biggest game of the season, and you can't play. Because if you're going to surround yourself in plexiglass. Well, I can't believe it took this long. I, I will say this. Based on his history in primetime, it actually could have been worse. Well, that's true, too. You but know? as Mike Florio tweeted, the Vikings were 13-3, and went to the NFC title game. They were one win away from going to the Super Bowl. Then they gave Cousins all that money. They've been to the playoffs one time in four seasons. They're a middle-of-the-pack franchise. He's, he's right. That's what he tweeted. He's exactly right. He's owed th- Here's the thing about Bubble Boy. They own $35 million next year. Who's to say it's not going to happen again and again? Oh, I... I mean, it's the biggest game of the season. He's not available. Uh, I understand that. Yes. Uh, this year was not on Kirk Cousins, though. No, there are a lot of, you're right. Kirk Cousins had losses. a really good yeah. year. Yes. Right. Yes. The, the defense but, was really bad. Okay. I understand. But look how much money you gave the guy. Oh, and you I, got, I know you that. Got yeah. One playoff went out of it. Right. One playoff went and, and that overall, I think the bigger meaning behind this is that NFL teams screw this up all the time. Yeah. When they panic and they have to get their quarterback, and once they think they found their guy, oh, let's give him as much money as possible. Why do you have to do that? Like, it will be completely silly if the Browns go overboard for Baker Mayfield. Other te- mm-hmm. the, the list is endless of how teams just go nuts for this. Uh, Patriots against Miami. They're in. They must try to win to wrap up the A- Well, to wrap up, I should say, to win the AFC East. But think about what needs to happen here. All right. They I mean, also could have put that Bills game Saturday. Because Bills win, they get the division. At least it's something to watch. I know they're a 17-point yeah. favorite. But it's, right. anything was better than Dallas-Philly on Saturday night. I don't know. But well, that's, uh, right. uh, by the way, I will say this about the Jets. New coach this year, huh? but boy, oh boy, have they figured out tanking. Remember last year against the Raiders? <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, when they blew uh, that game, it looked like it was on purpose, and Greg Williams says, oh, we brought the house against that team. Why would you do that? I mean, Brady was very good again yesterday, and the debacle with Antonio Brown, I mean, he didn't have a lot of guys to throw the ball to, but to get that, to Brady, for Brady to have that guy open late for that game-winning touchdown, what's, what, what are the Jets doing? Yep. He also blamed, they threw the OC under the bus of floor. They went for it. They could wrap up the game. It was supposed to be an end around. Uh, they botched that. So Salah went after his OC after the game. You're right. How they lost works out. Draft, Jacksonville, Detroit, Houston. Then it goes Jets, Giants, Carolina, Jets, Giants for your top 10 yeah. picks. Yeah. How this has worked out. 
But that's I still think it's too many points. I don't know. There's something wrong with the Bills. Allen throws three interceptions. They just refuse to run the ball. It's 14-2. to two. Looks like they're going to take out Atlanta, no problem. Intercept, throws it up for grabs yeah. in the end zone. Well, here, here's the thing, too. Boy, are they aggressive. They were running the ball well yesterday. Yeah. Singletary was great. Just Allen too, had 81 yeah. yards. It's too much pass, 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 pass. They are very pass happy. Yes. Uh, with a guy that can be completely inconsistent. Um, and look, I was the guy who said earlier, I'm okay if they never even try to run the ball. But when you when you have a snowy condition like that, or snowy success, conditions yes. overall, and they're having success running the football, just read the room again, like I always say. Stick to what's working. Yeah, misleading score, too. I know Allen's interceptions kept him in the game, but the, Atlanta scores there. Matt Ryan scores. They said the knee was down at the one, then he taunts. Why was that so, weird? So they back him up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of these games, though, like Washington and the Giants. Oof. Oh, I don't want I, – I think I think Washington will at least show something. You think so? The, the, they're ter- this team is just – 20 yards passing. Jacksonville's horrendous. The Giants are the worst team in the league. Yeah. This particular Giants outfit. First play of the game. Turnover. Bears almost house it. The special, that's the other thing. Your guy is a special teams coach. The Giants are even lousy in that department. Yeah. And, and by, they're bringing this guy and, back. And by the way, this is the now tail end of year number two for a guy who was a special teams coach. And the special teams are that bad. Some of his comments again. Oh, that, that, I think he's flat out lying. I don't know the man. That's a lie. What do you mean guys are calling you saying they wish they were still on the team even though they're making more money and got a raise? Yeah. You're not the yeah. Patriots. You know What are you talking Look at your record. You have four yeah. wins. All right, if you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We're talking about CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C., Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. I will explain why the anti-Cincinnati crowd got it wrong the entire time next. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Miss any part of our show or anything on the VSEN schedule today? Don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays. Of all our shows, or download and listen on your schedule, vcin.com slash podcast. They're free and available now, vcin.com slash podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I was excited for the whole weekend. I mean, this was, uh, Saturday was fun. Sunday was great. Didn't work out from a contest standpoint. But uh, I'll tell you, once again, college football is broken. It's a broken sport. And a big reason why is the three-week gap. Between the game, the semifinals with all that time off, but to think we've had, when we talked about it Friday, we've had 16 semifinal games. Three have been decided by seven or fewer. Ridiculous. I mean, it's just—I don't know if it's going to change once Saban retires. I think they're going to number one. They have to expand the playoff, and you got to get rid of this three-week ba- right. three-week gap. There's a lot here, right, to get into. Mm-hmm. So for the people who always point out, you know, they don't want an expanded playoff because the games are blowouts anyway. I think you're kind of missing the point because. You could easily make it where the top two teams would have a bye. And this year, you could have made it, you know, let's say Alabama and Georgia were the two best teams, right? And they're playing for the national title, so they got the byes. You could have all these other bowl games leading into it, like, as a playoff themselves. And then those two teams would play like the winners eventually. You're telling me, like, if that Rose Bowl was part of the playoff as like a 6-11 matchup? Is that garbage? 
or is that more? Does that even make it better because it's meaningful and the team is yeah. going to advance? Yeah. See, so you're, you're you're right. not thinking about this correctly. Just like you're missing the point out of everybody, and I can't believe this. Of all the betters that I follow on Twitter and I listen to saying, get Cincinnati out there, right? They're professional betters or what, whoever they are on Twitter and stuff like this. Why would you not want Cincinnati in every single year so you can bet against them and make a fortune? That, you should want a group of five team every single year in the playoff because then you can find ways to bet against them. Alabama covered first half. Alabama covered for the game. And the yardage output in the game, it was like, it looked dominating. Um, it was, what, 17-6, though, in the third quarter? Oh, they're right there. I know. Sure. Yeah. But I never thought they're going to win the game. I, I, can't, but they, I can't believe they didn't cover. Who? Cincinnati. Oh, I, I no, I, I can totally understand how they did. I mean, that was like, the Bama had 500 yards. What the Bearcats have, 220 or something they, like that? Oh, they, had, they dropped two touchdowns. Uh, the play calling was atrocious. I don't know. The play uh, calling was absolutely abysmal. Ritter lost some money. I would think, I mean, they didn't put him in the best spot as well. Um, Sauce Gardner made a lot of money. When he was on Williams, he had one catch. So that's another thing. Stop with he just takes an area of the field. Move him around. They can't do it. They hold Young to 180 yards. Uh, great job by O'Brien coming out with tempo and running the ball on the first drive. But that's that's why. It's 17 to At least they did a better job than Michigan. Thanks for checking in Harbaugh again. Yeah. But it's 17 to 6 late in the third. They're at midfield. They're right there. Yeah. They drop as I mentioned, they dropped two touchdown passes. They have then he's on the fourth down play, the tight end's wide open for a touchdown. And he misses he misses them there and they get sacked and they don't they don't score any points out of it. But I don't think they in my opinion, they didn't hold Young to 180 yards, although he didn't have a great game. The game plan for Alabama was we're physical up front. Yes. We're gonna show them that we're the big boys and we're gonna pound it down their throats. And that's that's exactly what they did. Where were the design runs for Ritter? Where were some of the creativity? In I, that? Where I were the shots it. down the field, mm-hmm. which is one of Alabama's weaknesses? Throw on the secondary. They didn't take shots down no. the field. Nope. Uh, they had success with Ford, but didn't stick with it. Ford went over 66 and a half yards. Yeah, bizarre. I think uh, the moment was too big for some of the Cincinnati, Cincinnati coaching staff. Too. I would agree, but that's all I can think about watching that yep. game is of the people who piss and moan about a group of five team getting in the entire time. Again, how'd Michigan look later on? Right and and where where are you? I want to see the crowd right yelling that Michigan didn't deserve to be in, but but that doesn't happen because they're a Power Five team, right? But 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 again, blowouts happen every single year, and we're talking about not by ten points, we're talking about by three four touchdowns. But those teams always belong in. It's just it's it's so silly. And so again, bet against Cincinnati. Then I hope you made a lot of money. If you didn't, you're you're told you're missing out on both fronts. Then well, people are also frauds too. You can't say I told you so, and the line doesn't move, and you could have had. Every opportunity there to unleash hell on Alabama, uh, which you probably didn't do either. So, uh, it, again, it goes back to you don't ma- doesn't matter who you put in that game. Saban's too good. Bama's too I mean, think about this. It's an embarrassment of riches. You got O'Brien as their OC and Marone's their O-line coach. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Uh, but it's who, – who knows? I don't know if it changes. I hope it changes when he retires. But they're, uh, they're a juggernaut. We've never seen a run like this, at least with this uh, college football, with what Saban's doing at Alabama. But again, you have Ohio State fans, 7,000 of them saying, sorry, I don't want to go to the Rose Bowl. And you have players opting out with Ohio State of the Rose Bowl. And by the way, you couldn't even tell because the wide receivers looked like they were all Americans across the board for the Buckeyes in that Mm -hmm. game against Utah. How how good was that receiving core this year? Holy hell. Uh, That was incredible. But like that game could be a semifinal game. Mm -hmm. You had other really good games this weekend 
that could have been a potential semifinal game or a playoff game. And no, we got to have four. We're, ne- we're never going to go back to the BCS because that was absolutely absurd. But I think you're right. It's going to take Nick Saban retiring from Alabama for something to change. Mm-hmm. And I'll touch on this coming up in about an hour. We got really good feedback on this over the weekend. But it is cyclical. This run for the SEC right now has been going on for a long time. But before that, you know, a lot of these other teams had great runs, uh, including teams like USC. They had major runs. Oklahoma did as well. Um, the problem is, like, the separation at the very top, they're not close to the top two teams in the SEC. Like, it's Alabama and Georgia, and I got the Michigan-Georgia game wrong. Um, I thought Michigan, and I said on Friday, I hope I'm not overreacting. Clearly, I was. I thought Michigan had a chance to hang in that game. And be, that was over with after the second drive by Georgia's offense. Oh, Bennett was great. Oh, he was fantastic. Yeah. But you could just tell that it was that they were not going to have a solution. And once you saw some of, like, um, Aiden Hutchinson, when he was getting pushed around right away, like, uh, it's going to be a long day here for this Michigan club. But it's over the years, Clemson has had a team that's, you know, they, they've won titles. Ohio State's been there as well. But where is everybody else? Like, I would say... There isn't another program in the country that's even close to the very top of the SEC. It's Clemson and Ohio State, and then it falls off a cliff. And so if you want competitive games, Mm. it's going to take, I mean, I'm sorry to say, but Saban's going to have to go bye-bye. Until he does, they're going to be, they're getting, you know, when every single recruiting class is combined, you know, 25, four and five stars, good luck. Well, that's the other problem. You have the top kids just going to the same schools. I think Lincoln Riley's going to change that. Uh, and, and we'll see what how LSU does recruiting as well with Kelly. But you have you just had this run where it's been Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State, and they're getting the big time kids because mm-hmm. the kids just want to play in the playoff and be on uh, in the in the primetime national TV games. Yep. Now, what do you think about the national title number, where it quickly shot up to Alabama minus three? I uh, checked that Georgia minus three. I'm sorry, and that opened up some spots one and a half, two and a half, and. I think a lot of sharps were like, oh, it's too short, too big of an overreaction for what happened in the SEC title game when well, they were seven. That's right. The things have changed. Bama suffering some injuries. Mm-hmm. Right. That, I only think that that now helps Georgia that they already saw them and the adjustments that Kirby can make. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, the, yeah but, but people, what do you make the game, number one, after the SEC title game, and then while Georgia-Michigan was going on, the numbers were all over the place in the guesses. Mm-hmm. It's still Kirby Smart versus Nick Saban. Uh-huh. And Kirby Smart has to go out there and prove it that he can get the job done on a stage like this. This has been very successful so far, doing that. Saban's the man in this spot. That's another thing, too, and you mentioned it, the gap that we have. I'm all for eliminating conference title games. Um, you could actually shorten the season. It's, this is never going to happen. But I think the best thing that could ever happen would be to eliminate conference championship games, and that way you can have an expanded playoff and make it actually more important. It's a total money grab is what it is. That's all. That's the only thing. And some of the other games that were going on over the weekend, I mean, I know who he is. He's been at Iowa now for 20 years. Kirk Ferentz punting. Lunacy. On fourth and one to give the ball back to Kentucky with like two minutes to go. Fourth and inches. What are you yeah. doing? They're out of timeouts. Yeah, fourth and inches. Sneak it. You're, that's Iowa football, right? And yeah, he punts right, it. Right. And of course, the guy touched back. Right through the end zone. Yep. And within two plays, Kentucky's where they, near midfield anyways. Yeah, and then one play, I mean, 50 yards down to the goal line. <laughs> oh, Have God. some onions once in your life, pal. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, that was awful. And it's also a bowl game. All right? It's not, it, 
Yeah, I know. What do you have to lose? Oh, my God. And, it, it, you know, Whittingham's a really good coach. Why Why did you hang on to all three timeouts at the end of the game? And why wouldn't you go for two with a third-string quarterback? Correct. That's another one. Yeah. It's a bowl game. Yes. Have some fun. I mean, what, what are you doing? So, not to mention, it's a th- like you always say, read the room. If yeah. you have a third-string quarterback playing, you can't stop them. Yeah. Come on. It's been going on for three and a half hours. You're not slowing down the offense anytime yeah. soon. Uh uh, Bet Rivers uh, Sportsbook takes football same-game parlays to a brand-new level. Now you can combine same-game parlays from different games to give you more ways to make your perfect combo. Um, download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. It's playable in New Jersey as play Sugar House. Up next, we'll recap the betting action from the weekend in Win Some, Lose Some. It's probably one of the worst beats you'll ever hear about with a player prop. And he became the first player in the history of the league to accomplish this over the weekend. Details on both of those events coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. Some props from the semifinals. Bolden first touchdown, 18 to 1 on Bama's first drive. No score in the first five minutes. Easy money, right? No sweat there. That was fun. Would you think of Ritter? Well, I mean, I scoffed when you said last week that McShay and others had him first round pick. Oh, yeah. I I, I couldn't even believe that. Yeah, yeah. No, I. That that was a beautiful throw on the sideline, and the kid drops it for a touchdown. 
Will one game hurt his chances of doing that? I don't know, but even leading into that game, that was my reaction. Sure. Yeah. Georgia, Michigan, Bowers' first touchdown. He was 8-1 to one as Bowers gets in there. Bears' first touchdown of the early games, 18-1. to one. Again, the Giants fumble on the first play. The Bears almost house it. Uh, and then Montgomery takes it in from a yard. Lowest scoring team of the week, Giants, 7-1. to one. Highest scoring team, Seahawks. Patriots, a bad beat. Patriots score 50 points. You can't cash the ticket because Seattle gets 51. Oh, uh, highest scoring game. Seattle-Detroit, of course, 18-1. to And Bears-Giants, lowest scoring game, plus 450. Penny was as high as 80-1 to at some spots for the most rushing yards of the week. Wow. Oh. And did he not just do it a couple of weeks ago? He just had a monster game, yeah. Yeah. That was surprising. I was also surprised some books took that prop down, which didn't make any sense. And we had a, believe it or not, Saturday, we had a $6 favorite in hockey. The Canadians had 22 guys out. By the way, they had a 2-1 lead at that game. They did, and Florida won, and they covered the uh, the puck line as well. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, for everything we do, and for our radio and podcast people as well, vcin.com. This is great. Now, this is uh, PT slash Sierra Gold. Very large company out here. There are taverns all over Las Vegas in the Valley. I think there's over 50 locations. But there's one near our friend Tony's house. And I'll tell you the story in a second, but this happened on Saturday. The person is playing video poker. They're paying $5 denomination, which is $25 a push. They get dealt three of diamonds. And then it comes uh, King 10. That is $20,000. So it takes a little bit to pay you. You have to fill out paperwork, jackpot. They have to pay you. That's a lot of cash. They move over to the next machine. They do it again. They hit two $20,000 Royals. I've hit one in my life. They hit two in a span of five minutes. Right. I've also been told, because I knew a lot of people who work at that company, this same thing happened three times in a span of 15 minutes to the same person. What? Yeah. They hit the $20,000 Royal. It's a process. It takes They're about, waiting to get paid. They move over. They hit a $20,000 Royal. They go, okay, I'll wait for that one. They move over. They hit another one. Up. Now, we've had... Amazing but true. You know, it's, it's been a while since we've had Bob Dancer on, lifelong gambler, professional video poker player, one of the best of all time. And we've asked him questions like that before. And he just, he, he can't even remember, like, how many times this, this will happen. Right? Oh, this he, was right. He, like, he lost count at 2,000 Royal Flushes that he's hit in his life. Right. You've hit one in your life. I've been here for 20 years. Yeah. I hit two on the same machine in five minutes. I mean, it's just, that's how it is, right? Wow. It wasn't, it was 4,000 and 2,000 as well. So that's. Look at that, though. I mean, I come know. On. Look at that. You move over. Yeah. You hit one. <laughs> you hit one. And then moments later on another machine, you hit another one. Okay. Right? How about this? Good dog video. Like, I'd like to catch some rays here. Nice day out, right? But can you come in the house, please? Can, can you come in? And he's like, no, I'm catching some sun. I'm not having it. She starts dragging him. Please come in the house. And I'm like, he's like that. I like being out here. She's dragging the dog. He's like, I'm not coming in. I like that. Feels good out here. Get some race. <laughs> I can't do it. That's great. <laughs> it's good. Uh, excellent. Lose some. Okay, everyone's a tough guy after the game's been played, right? How about this at Caesars? A guy bought Cincinnati up to 14 and a half. $390,000. I still thought they'd go down the field and score and cut it to 14. That was looking like that was going to happen. He bought it up to 14 and a half, and he, could, he also put, someone put 150000 
on Cincinnati money line. Yikes. No good. Ohio State, Utah under 67 down to 64. Nope. <laughs> 48 to 45. Baylor Old Miss over. 50 and a half up to 60 and a half. 21 7. That was cooked when uh, Corral got hurt. But that was a surprising move, anyways. Well, even when he was playing, yeah. you could tell the defenses were going to dominate right. in that game anyway. I'm surprised that that uh, moved 10 points. I bet the first half under in that game. And that was 30, by the way. Dallas, two and a half up to six and a half. Lost outright to the Cardinals. Great bounce back for Arizona. I didn't think they had a minute, but again, that was a great job to win that game. Well, we talked about that game a lot on Friday, right? It was getting to six. In fact, it was a rock-solid six when we were on the air, and we said it's going to get to six and a half at some point. Didn't think it was going to touch seven, but that was a that was a big-time overreaction to what happened last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Because the look ahead again was two and, two and a half, half, like you said, or three. And two and come half. on. Yep. Buccaneers 11 up to 14 and a half. They're lucky they won the game. 28-24. Rams, two and a half up to seven. That surprised me. All these guys out for the Ravens. It wasn't Jackson. Uh, they have a 16 to seven lead. I think that's what the score was. Yeah, I thought they'd win the game. Uh, but uh, the Stafford and the Rams made all the plays, especially on fourth down to win 20 to 19. And uh, Eagles opened two and a half, close six, one by four. That was a weird game. That was 16 to seven Washington at halftime. Yep. They don't score the rest of the way. Couple good tweets. Now the other thing too, uh, Notre Dame. Come on, I don't want to hear about who you've played and oh, who's going. How many teams are? You're not Central Florida. You're Notre Dame. Look at this tweet. They're now 0 and 8 in BCS New Year's Six bowl games. What happened? It's 28 to 7. Mm-hmm. They lose the game. Cohen throws for 500 yards yeah. and they get beat. But another example, that game would have been a great playoff game. That's right. That's right. David Purden was a great job. ESPN Chalk. He had a great story and tweet uh, over the weekend about a guy with an early cash out. This was something. On December 26th, a better at DraftKings did an $1,100 20 leg parlay. He mixed NBA, NHL, NFL, and college football. It was going to pay $3.1 million. He hit the first 13 legs. He took a cash out of $162,000. He hit the next six legs, and then it would have come down to Georgia Moneyline. He would have won $3 million. He would have hit the 20-leg parlay. He took the cash out for one sixty-two. He hit the other seven that were left. Oh, what a story. What a story. $1,100 20-teamer. Ice cream, cash in, right? So a, a guy who cashed oh. out for $162,000 is no doubt bitter. <laughs> yeah. Right? right? Wow, that is great. Good reporting there. That is wild. And uh, as we mentioned, too, this is wild. The Giants. Glennon completed four passes for the game for 24 yards. When you factor in the sacks, it was minus 10 passing yards. The first team with negative passing yards in a game since Tennessee's 59 to nothing loss to the Patriots in 09. It's the fewest passing yards in a game in the 21st century. That's very tough to pull off. Yes, it is. Yes. And some uh, lose some video. Look at this. Hurts coming off the field. Oh. And the Eagle fans wanted to give him a high five. And the railing collapses. He's lucky they didn't take him out. That's like, how many people is that? I Look like at that. 10 probably. Oh, is he lucky. Look at it comes over. I mean, that's... They, no one, as I understand it, no one got hurt. Well, but he's lucky. If he goes over, when he comes over to give him the high five, they all could fall right on him. Sure. He's, he's, he's off to the right. 
Well, wow, I, was that I will tell you who else is lucky. It's the Washington football team. Yeah, that's right. None of those fans were hurt. That's exactly right. And they right. quickly pointed that out, by the way. Yes. Yep. Bad for the books. Arkansas plus four. Went off a four-point favorite. Took care of Penn State, no problem. Wake Forest, 13 up to 17. Beat Rutgers by 28. Oklahoma State plus two and a half. Went off the favorite one by two. Utah from seven down to four. Lost by three. Kentucky plus one. Went off a three-and-a-half-point favorite one by three. Chargers from six up to eight. Injuries, COVID issues, and it's still Drew Locke. Uh, they took out the Broncos. Bengals, Chiefs over. 47 up to 51. Bears from four up to six and a half, 29 to three. Panthers, Saints under 39 and a half down to 37, 18 to 10. Bad beats, Magic Moneyline plus 450, led by 14 with four minutes left. Lost in overtime. Georgia second half, minus a half. Uh, Michigan goes down. Harbaugh goes for two. That decided the second half as they got it out. Scored them eight to seven. Man City Arsenal draw plus four thirty. City scored in the ninety third minute. Watford Tottenham draw was three to one. Totford scored in the ninety sixth minute. And tell people what happened to Michael Carter. His player props: rushing yards fifty four and a half. Rushing and receiving sixty three and a half. First play of the game fifty five yard carry. Second rush no gain. Third carry minus one yard. And he had a reception for nine yards. He got hurt, left the game with 54 rushing yards and 63 receiving. Oh. Both of them goes under. Thank you, at Indiana Jet on Twitter for that. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. And the first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Get a 100% first deposit match bonus now with the code 250MATCH. Must be 21+. plus. Offer is not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Up next, Michael Lombardi is going to join the program. This feels like a very obvious answer, but he's finished, right? We'll ask Michael about that coming up next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.